Hey y'all and welcome back to the Katie on the Flip Side podcast. It has been a minute. Okay, so it is currently the end of May and the last podcast episode that I uploaded was the end of February. Yep, so February, March, April, May. Three months three months. And so this feels a little bit weird. I'm like, do I remember how to do this? Do I remember what I'm talking about? Um, it's, it's kind of strange. Like if you're following this whole journey that I'm on and understanding what all goes behind it, there's a little bit of that mixed into why it's been a minute since I recorded something. Um, and that's a whole nother thing. So I don't want to spend too much time on that right now because I want to get into the content of this episode today. If you have, if you're like binge listening to this and you just listened to the past six things in this 10, no, like my brain, what is, what am I talking about? Um, the, in this like 10 podcast series, um, if you've listened to the previous ones all in a row and now you're on number seven, if there's some stuff that's repeated from previous ones. I apologize in advance because it has been so long since I recorded that I might be saying some of the same things again. But you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with saying the same things again because some things need to be said more than once for them to get into your brain, my brain, whoever's brain. Um, so I'm not even going to go back and recap all of the previous things that I've talked about because I don't want to waste too much time doing that. If you are interested in hearing the first six, um, items in this 10 item series, then you can go back in the description here. There's going to be links to all of those and you can just go back on my episode page and look at those previous ones. So what I'm going to be talking about today though is the red flag or the realization that I often question my beliefs, um, my feelings, my plans, my goals, basically anything related to me and my own personal self because it's not the same as someone else's. So if you have looked into codependency in any way, you kind of realize that a codependent person has a hard time separating themselves from others. And I've been in the past three months that I haven't recorded any episodes. I've been really doing a lot of work on some different things, um, different areas of my self, different areas of like my parenting self, my wife self, my friend self, my daughter self, my, all the different parts of me that exist and kind of trying to figure out, I guess, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's, it's not helpful to try to figure out why you are the way you are or why you believe the things you do or have trouble with the things you do. But then for me, a lot of times I feel like it actually is helpful because when I realize why I realize that it's not just that there's something wrong with me and I'm crazy and I just am like a bad person. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely not that. And there's things that you have maybe, um, either been exposed to from people that you're around or you've been directly taught certain things that have caused you to have certain belief systems that you have, or you've been conditioned to think certain ways. So, um, I kind of want to just walk through this one today on, the questioning of my feelings, my plans, my goals, and all of that. 
and how they're not the same as someone else's. Um, if you lip, listen to the last episode, first of all, I mentioned in the last episode, I'm gonna go a little bit off track here. First of all, I was mentioned in the last episode that I was starting to record the video to go with this audio. So right now I'm recording. That's distracting me a little bit because I keep looking at the camera. Um, but if you're interested in like watching me as I'm talking about this, watching a video version of this, if you prefer that over podcasts, I am uploading these on YouTube now to my Katie on the Flipside channel on YouTube. So um, the episode number six and number seven, or not episode, the episode number is actually different, but the number six and number seven in this list, I have a number of episodes before these, um, but number six and number seven are the first ones that actually had live video of me recording these. So anyways, I'm trying not to distract myself with the camera and everything that goes along with that. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is if you were here for number six that I was talking about how I have a hard time saying what I really mean or not sharing my thoughts or sharing things that I want to share because of fear of judgment of somebody else. Um, and I think I don't really even remember what I talked about in that episode because it's been a while. I know what's in my head, but I don't know if I had realized these things at that time. Um, it's sometimes I don't know that it's so much about judgment as it is being afraid to share things because they're not the same as somebody else's and not necessarily that I'm afraid of being judged, but that I don't want to offend anybody. And I'm really working on getting over that. So today I'm going to do my best to kind of say what I want to say because it is my truth. It's what I believe and it's what I'm going through. And that's kind of what I'm going to talk a little bit about. So back to the actual topic. Um, this item, like I said, is about questioning my feelings, beliefs, plans, goals, because they're not the same as somebody else's. So if you have recognized codependency in yourself or others around you, you might notice that you start to get down on yourself. Um, when you start having thoughts or realizations or experiences that are different than other people, and shaming yourself for feeling a different way. And that's been a really hard thing for me because I think that when you have come from a family where codependency and enmeshment and all of that is the norm, everybody is expected to think the same way, to believe the same things, to enjoy the same things, um, from activities to, um, you know, colors to foods to, I mean, everything. Like it's, it's a really interesting realization when you realize that not everybody is that way and that that's not actually a healthy way to be. It is like kind of the goal in life to become your own person and to like things differently than other people. So I think I see this a lot or have noticed this a lot in when I'm talking to my own kids over the past year and it kind of first became apparent to me when um, my daughter who is now five and a half I think she was like maybe had just turned four at the time and was you know starting to really I wouldn't even say have an opinion on things she wore, like clothing, but she was more just like I could tell she liked certain things more than others. She wasn't like, I'm not going to wear that, but she would, she just, I could tell she liked things more than others. And so one day she picked out something that I was just kind of like, oh, I just, 
really think that's not very cute. Um, but it was obviously something that was in her closet and I don't remember if I bought it or if it was a hand-me-down or whatever, but when she picked it out and I found myself starting to say like, are you sure you really want to wear that? When she pulled it out with like such excitement of like, Oh, I want to wear this. This is so pretty and blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was a little dress that was like a little bit too dressy for school. I think it was for a Christmas party at her school. And this was like a church dress, like red velvet <laughs> with white fur and fluff and whatever else on it. Um, and I started to say something to her. And then I, that's when I just kind of started going through all this, discovering the codependency and recognizing that it's okay for people to have different opinions than each other within a family. And was like, started to say something. And then I said, okay, it, that's what you want to wear. And she said, yep. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Whereas previously, based on the way that I've kind of been conditioned to respond would be, even if I did want to let her wear it would be like, okay, if you want to wear that, I think it's a little bit too dressy for school. And like, you're going to look kind of weird if you wear that. Just kind of accepting that that's her and that's who she is. So it's the, it's that type of thing that starts really young. Um, even it's not just necessarily allowing your kids to have different opinions or preferences or whatever than you, but accepting them openly and accepting them freely and not putting in your two cents that's kind of like an underhanded shame or disapproval. Um, because kids want our approval. And if you're watching this on YouTube, sorry for being distracted here, but if you're watching this on YouTube, I apologize for the, the lighting being all crazy and stuff. I don't know what's going on with it. It's the sun is coming in and out. I'm sitting in my car right now. Um, so like I said, it's that kind of thing that kind of just starts really young and then it continues and it's not directly done in a way that is like, Hey, guess what? You're, you shouldn't wear that because I don't like it and you need to wear what I like. It's not that it's even that it just kind of starts out as somebody expressing their opinion about your opinions in a way that is shameful. I think it's okay for, or like this, not disgust, um, but like disapproval. That's the word I'm looking for. So it's, it's okay for people to have different opinions and it's okay for me to not like what she picked to wear, but as long as it's appropriate, like if she said, I want to wear my underwear to school, obviously I would have to kind of like step in and be like, you know, they don't allow you to wear underwear, but saying something like, why would you think you could wear underwear to school? Just underwear. That's dumb. Like what you, you can't do that. You don't want to look like that. People would think you were weird and you'd get kicked out of school instead of just responding with, you know what? They require that you wear clothes to school. So let's pick something out that covers your body. <laughs> um, so that's kind of part of it, but kind of going back to where this came from or where this comes from in people with codependent tendencies or in relationships like that. Um, it's hard to feel separate from other people and it's hard to feel like you're able to make decisions or progress or goals or, um, you know, move into your own self, into your own life as yourself and not as who somebody else wants you to be. 
And that causes a lot of questioning. Like I'm constantly, constantly questioning myself, questioning my decisions, questioning the things that I say, the things that I do, how I do things. And I know it drives Colin crazy because he's like, just make a decision. It doesn't matter. But when you've kind of been conditioned to think that you need other people's input on your decisions because, um, you know, you shouldn't trust yourself and you should always make sure that it's what other people agree with. It's, it just, it's really hard. Like it makes life in general really hard when you question yourself and then you get down on yourself when you do make a decision that's not, that doesn't end up working out for the best. Um, but I don't really believe that there are bad decisions necessarily as much as I did before because while for example us buying a house that was too expensive and getting ourselves into debt was definitely not a wise decision and we were not using our conscious brains because we weren't even aware of what was life at that point it brought us to where we are and we wouldn't be where we are without those lessons that we've learned. So if I had it to do over again, obviously nobody wants to choose to go into debt and to struggle and to have struggles in their marriage. But you also just, it was a learning experience. You can't tell yourself that you're a bad person because of choices that you made that may not have worked out the way you thought they should or the way that somebody else thought they should. Um, I think it's hard in this type of situation and with the codependency and everything going on to feel that you're capable of making decisions as a grown adult. So you do question everything because you start to feel that you're not capable when it's kind of like expected that you go follow suit with what everybody else thinks and kind of not rock the boat. Um, then it's kind of like, well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't make that decision. So I need to rely on other people. Um, it's important to know that you're capable of doing things without relying on other people. And that has been a big lesson for me. Obviously, if you need help with something, you should ask for help. Um, I think that one of the big lessons for me has been that if I feel like I need help or advice or guidance in something that it's really important to ask somebody who has, who's achieved what I want to achieve or who has specific experience in that area. So for example, like with starting this podcast back in September, I was really, uh, what's the word determined. (laughs) I'm having trouble with words today. I was really determined to just do it myself. And like, i if, if anybody is capable of creating a podcast out there, then anybody should be able to, like, it's 2020. You can Google and figure out anything that you need to find out. Obviously, I live with my husband who has a successful podcast and knows about different ways to set things up and different ways to, like, do audio and platforms and how to do all of the things. So it's important that if there are questions that I have after I've kind of dove, dove into it. My, after whatever the correct terminology is for that, after I've dove in, I don't know. 
after I got into it myself and looked into it all and started it all myself and done as much as I could, it's important to ask him for advice instead of asking maybe a friend who's not even in the business of social media like we are. Well, what do you think if I started a podcast about, um, you know, sharing my story and sharing what I'm learning and sharing about my codependency, um, recovery and all of that. It's important to not ask those types of questions to somebody who really doesn't have, you know, the, the experience to be able to tell you from experience. They're telling you from their own perspective. Had I been where I was a couple of years ago and had even thought about starting this podcast and had started talking to, um, you know, people I used to would have like, you know, my parents or my friends or my whoever that's not in this business, their opinions probably would have impacted me and possibly, um, I would have talked myself out of it because when you start telling people you're going to share such intimate and deep details with the world, it's scary for people who haven't done that before, or maybe certain people have opinions on that not being appropriate or not being okay. Um, you know, we have people all the time think, tell us that they think it's crazy that we share so much with the internet. And on the flip side of that, we also have so many people that listen or watch and tell us how much the things we're sharing are impacting their lives. And to me, that is way more important than somebody else's opinion who thinks I'm sharing too much. Um, somebody else's opinion who maybe thinks that the thing takes the things that I'm sharing the wrong way or doesn't agree with them or judges me because of what I'm sharing. I am allowing myself to become more confident in my own truths, the things that I'm learning and to be able to allow myself to share the things that mean something to me and the lessons I'm learning, the deep down desires of my heart, regardless of what other people think. And I say that, and that's really where I've been struggling in the past two months because I just... I don't know. I know that I feel very passionate about what I'm sharing, but it's almost like this, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's part of what I'm working on. So I'll explain it as I, as I kind of learn it, but just to kind of get back to how this questioning yourself really impacts your life. Um, I personally start to overlook progress that I'm making because I'm focusing too much on the final outcome or I'm focusing too much on perfection. So as I've done this podcast and as I have, I mean, it's been more successful than I ever really even thought it could be. I really was like, well, even if nobody listens to this, whatever, I'm still going to put it out there. Maybe somebody will get something out of it. And there's been a, a a bigger response than I even anticipated. And I think I get to that point and I'm almost like scared of the progress because I start to look at it. I don't look at it as like, oh, wow, this has been so successful. I should continue. It's oh crap, this has been successful. So people are expecting more of me now. And what if I don't measure up to those standards? And what if I'm not good enough? And what if I 
end up getting stuck at the end of February and don't record another podcast for three months, what are people going to think? Guess what? That happened and here I am doing the next one. It took me a while to get over the hurdle of feeling like there was something wrong with me for not being able to continue going. I continued to look at other people that were, you know, in quarantine with their kids at home and trying to manage homeschooling and um, cooking every meal and doing all the things and still putting out consistent content and questioning myself like, okay, well, I'm obviously not doing a good enough job because I'm not doing that. And why would somebody want to take advice from somebody or hear my advice when I'm not perfect and I'm not obviously doing this right? And those are all just negative thoughts that need to be banished from my brain. Um, If you have those types of thoughts about yourself, they don't really deserve any place in your head. They're not doing you any good. They have no benefit. If there's a reason that I needed to take a pause for a minute for three months to kind of regather and regroup my thoughts, then I needed to do that. And it is what it is. It is what I did. And I do plan on continuing. I feel like I didn't allow myself during that time to feel like I was a failure. I did allow myself to question a lot of my progress and to question whether I was doing things right. But I definitely knew in my heart and my head that I wasn't finished, that I wasn't just going to fail and stop because I had had to take some time off. I told myself I was just going to keep going and that it was going to be fine. And so that's what I'm doing. Um, so, okay. Along with this, the next thing that comes up for me with the questioning of everything is when I am talking to other people or when I'm in any situation, I start to overshare or over explain everything to justify And I feel like that is one of the major things I've learned in this journey is that I do not owe anybody an explanation for why I do want to do something, why I don't want to do something, why I haven't uploaded in three months. Obviously, I don't owe anybody an explanation, but given the actual (laughs) content that I'm publishing about, it's helpful to explain kind of what I've been going through and why. Um, There's no need to justify the fact that I don't agree with somebody else on something. There's no need to justify that I don't like this food, so I'm not going to eat it. There's no, there's, I don't know. I can't think of an example necessarily. And I start to question myself even right now. I'm like, I don't want to say anything that's going to make anybody think I'm talking just about them and that they're, they should be offended because how other people interpret what you say is their own, that's their own stuff to deal with. It's not, it's not my place to deal with that. Um, but so I'll over explain things and I'll over, over share. So, um, Cullen and I've talked about this some recently too, with like when somebody says something that they're expressing, maybe they're disappointed in themselves or they're disappointed in something or they've chosen a decision that they don't think I'll agree with. So, or I don't agree with it. I feel like I have to start oversharing about my personal experience with it to kind of manage their emotions to make them feel better. Um, or if I'm having a differing opinion, I will like over explain. Like I find myself doing this um, when I don't know. It's almost, it's part of the whole like managing other people's emotions, feeling like I'm responsible for making sure that I don't upset anybody. 
it's kind of along those same lines, but I just, I'm really working on just responding and saying, no, I, I can't do that. Don't want to do that. Um, or that's not going to work for me. It's not gonna work for my kid, for my family, whatever, without feeling like I have to explain. Obviously there are situations where it is nice to let people know. Um, you know, it's nice to let people know that it's not that, um, for example, we had at the beginning, the very beginning of this whole, um, COVID quarantine, there was a little girl in Gaines's class who had a birthday and it was literally like, I don't know, a couple weeks into it where people were still kind of unsure whether it was okay to do stuff or not. And, you know, her mom had written and said, Hey, um, would you be comfortable with, uh, bringing gains to a little birthday party, just a few friends over at our house, you know, we're not going to go anywhere public, blah, blah, blah. Would you be comfortable with that? And I think previously, first of all, previously I would have felt incredibly terrible by saying no. Um, but Cullen and I have been very, um, very cautious about everything and we have been very super quarantine ish. Um, I'm a six on the Enneagram, so I'm always worrying about worst case scenarios and questioning everything and worrying about everything. So I'm like, we're not going anywhere. We're not touching anything. Anything that comes in our house is going to be sanitized, yada, yada. So previously I would have like had extreme anxiety and guilt and not known what to do because I knew in my heart, the answer was no, I didn't want my daughter to go to anybody's house no judgment on anybody else who decides to do that because there are people that's your own decision, you know? Um, and she literally just asked if we would be comfortable with it. Like it was not, you have to come to this thing. It was, it was just a typical question. And, you know, I just responded and said, you know, we're just really following the guidelines of not doing play dates and not seeing other people right now. I'm so sorry. Like I know it's her birthday and I hate that we can't be there, but this is what's best for us right now. And previously I would have had all the guilt and I would have explained way too much, you know, like, I don't even know, probably sent some research study on like why I was making the decision I was making. And people don't necessarily need to know all the whys behind the decision you're making. Um, because I also feel like I might have previously felt obligated to try to influence the other person's opinion on like, Hey, you know, that's not a good decision. Here's the research to back it up. And this is why we're not coming and you really shouldn't be doing anyway, but that's not my place to make a decision on what somebody else does with their family. And again, still at this point, I'm like no judgment to somebody else who makes that decision. Previously, I think I would have felt a little bit differently because of my conditioning to think that if somebody doesn't think or believe the way you do, then they need to be convinced otherwise, because they need to be thinking the way that you do. Um, it's a whole, it's a whole process. Um, so I have been working on and recognizing when I start to back down on my goals or talk myself out of things. And that's been a huge one with getting back on here and recording this podcast is as we've been home and quarantined, um, Cullen's the one who edits the vlogs for YouTube, our family vlogs and gets those up. Um, he has a podcast there's a lot of stuff going on there. I have responsibilities that I deal with, with all of our brand stuff that we do, all of the business emails, the accounting side of stuff for our family and for our business and all of that. Um, 
And so I back down on my goals because I'm questioning, like, should I, I mean, I don't know. Now it's probably not the best time. I shouldn't make anything harder than it should be for Cullen or for our kids. And so I'm just going to, I don't know. I just probably shouldn't take the time to record this podcast and get it up and yada, 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 yada. Um, so once I start questioning myself, I start backing down on things that, like I'll set a goal for myself and be like, I fully and wholeheartedly believe in this goal. I believe in my desire and the like my passion for sharing this content and being able to put this out there. Believe in it hardcore. And I will be like, yes, I am all for this. And then something will happen or somebody will make a comment or they'll just be, even before I came to film this, Cullen was, um, he, we didn't sleep very well. It's like the dog was up and then Brooks was up and it was one of those nights where just people and dogs were waking up and he got less sleep than I did. So he was really tired this morning and I was like about to leave to come film this. And I was like, what, why your face? Like, you just look like I'm starting to feel like I should stay here. And he's like, I didn't, I never said you should stay here. I said, go and record your podcast. And I was like, but your face looks like, he was like, I'm just tired. Like I just didn't sleep well last night. It has nothing to do with you. But so I will take other people's stuff onto myself and I will be like, make that decision without even voicing that. Like I felt comfortable voicing that today to him because we have talked about so many things and gotten on the same page about all of this. But previously I would have just been like, you know what? He looks really tired. And I just like, I don't want him to have to deal with everything here. And the kids have already been kind of like wild and fighting and everything else this morning. So I'll just wait and I'll do it another time. That would be me talking myself out of it based on trying to ensure that I don't make anybody else uncomfortable, ensure that I don't offend anybody else and ensure that other people are like, I don't know, managing other people's emotions. And that's not, that's not my responsibility, especially when he has already said, go record your podcast. I got the kids. It's fine. I think that's a big thing that we're working on too, is, um, we both kind of, grew up in families where there's a lot of need to read between the lines or, um, I don't know, maybe not so much him. I guess I can mainly speak for myself, but he's expressed some of it coming from his perspective too, of like, if somebody says, sure, that's fine. You can go. Then that might really mean maybe I shouldn't. So you should say like, are you sure? Like you don't sound too confident, but that's what we're really working on is like you say what you actually feel. And it's such a relief to, we're still working on it. So I still do question him sometimes and he questions me, but to be in a relationship with somebody where there's not that like, okay, are you like, are you sure? Like we, um, I guess I'm trying to think of a, an example of, so when, my, um, let's see, let me just think of an example. Okay. Let's say for example, a friend wants to bring us dinner when we had a baby and, um, we had some friends who had also just had a baby and my friend was like, I'm going to bring you guys dinner. And I was like, no, you don't have to do that. That's like, she was like, we're going to bring you dinner Tuesday night at five o'clock and I'm going to bring this, this, and this, and this. And I'm like, no, you don't have to do that. I know you just had a baby. Seriously, don't get out. I don't want you to have to do that. Well, no, I really want to, I'm, 
I want to bring you dinner. I've got it on my calendar. It's fine. Don't worry about me. Well, are you sure? Like if you, if it, if it gets to be too much, then you can cancel or you can back out. Like if somebody says something, the people you want to be in the relationships with are the people that for one, you don't have to question when they say something that is what they actually mean. And they're not just trying to be nice and hoping you'll say, no, don't do that for me. They need, they, they should really mean it. And it's the only responsibility you have is to just take something at face value. If somebody else isn't saying what they mean, then that's on them. And that's their issue to deal with. It's not your responsibility to manage. Like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do that? Is it going to be an inconvenience for you? I know you're busy. If they offered, if they said it, all you can do is take that at face value. And so for me, that has been a learning experience for me to learn not to say something either, unless I mean it and not to feel bad if, Oh, sorry for the YouTube folks. The camera just cut off at some point. I don't know when. So I'm sorry if you missed a little audio, a little video there and, uh, okay, back to it. But we're really working on that is, if you start questioning what you're doing because you're worried about somebody needing to be the same as somebody else, don't, um, you know what you believe. And when you feel something inside of yourself, you need to trust yourself about it. Um, the biggest part of this that has been incredibly eye opening for me, I think I've said that about four times. So (laughs) just take it as they're all eye opening for me. But I think maybe the most hurtful part of this is that I start to become resentful of people and of situations when I start questioning my feelings and backing down on my goals, um, realizing that I'm over explaining things and justifying things, talking myself out of uh, my own priorities. It's the resentment is just overwhelming. Um, There was a quote the other day that I saw on Instagram that I shared in my stories from Henry Cloud, who is the guy who wrote the book Boundaries. Like, it's literally called Boundaries. It's a really great book if you are looking for a resource in that area. He said, when you're quiet about your boundaries in an effort to seem more likable or avoid conflict, you will only become resentful. So I'm going to say that again because I feel like it's really important. When you're quiet about your boundaries in an effort to seem more likable or avoid conflict, you will only become more resentful. And when I shared that, I commented with it and said how the ongoing resentment sucks more than the discomfort of starting to have boundaries for the first time. So it's really, really hard to start to have boundaries for the first time when you start recognizing how you believe what you feel and what you know to be right. It's really hard to start setting those boundaries, but the resentment that builds up when you don't is so much harder to live with. And that's where I've kind of started to recognize over time where I need boundaries is when I start to feel resentful, when I start to feel like irritated with certain people or certain situations or start to get just that feeling that you get of just like, oh, this person's driving me crazy. Speaking of which, there's somebody's kid just like running around over here by my car. Um, 
when I start to feel that resentment, I recognize that I need to start setting some boundaries and I need to do some things differently. So that's really important. Um, I know I have said this before too. It's a quote that I honestly can't remember where it's from. So apologies for the person that said this and I don't have the exact quote, but it is don't let resentment build up. Anytime I'm in resentment, I'm not taking care of myself. I'm blaming my blaming someone else for something that I need to do or a feeling that I myself need to manage. So recognize when you feel that resentment, know what you need to do about it. And for me, it's made me have to take some pauses and go, what, like, what is, where is this resentment coming from? Because with all of this, I don't always even know. I'm like, why am I so like bitter towards this person, whether it's my child or whether it's a parent or a friend or, um, like a, I was going to say coworker, <laughs> that would be for somebody else's situation, but it could be for me, my coworkers, my husband. Um, I need to just really take a deeper look at that. And the things that I try to remind myself with this item is I am my own person. Like that's huge. I need, I just, I need to put that on my, on a shirt or something because it's, probably weird for some of you guys, which probably you're not listening to this if you are pretty confident in being your own person. But, um, for those of you who feel me and get me on this, it's, it's really, really hard to accept that you're your own person. You're allowed to have your own beliefs and they can be totally different from even the people that live in the same house with you, believe it or not. So I am my own person. I am an adult again, might sound weird to some of you, but that's something that I have recently found to be incredibly helpful. Um, I'm an adult. I'm capable of making my own decisions. I can make my own decisions. I am literally a grown adult with full capabilities of doing anything that I need to do as an adult. Um, when we get stuck in this, uh, enmeshment and codependency, it's easy to continue to feel like the child who needs, a ton of guidance, who's not capable of making decisions and that you shouldn't trust yourself in those areas. And I am an adult. I can make my own decisions. These are kind of my like affirmations, mantras, whatever you want to call them that I have to say to myself. Um, I can make my decisions. If something does go wrong, it does not mean I'm a complete failure. If something does go wrong, I can learn from it and I can change it in the future that's a big one. Um, doesn't mean I'm a failure. It means I can learn from it and I can change it in the future. And I can do that based on the things that I've learned from it, not based on the shame or disapproval that I'm getting from anybody else. The next thing is people make mistakes. Making a mistake or a wrong choice choice does not make me stupid. Does not mean I'm not capable of doing something on my own. It means that I am human. We all do this. We all make mistakes. It means that I've learned what I need to do different next time. And mainly I am responsible for my feelings and my actions and nobody else's. So this one has gotten a little bit longer than the others. I think I had a lot of stuff to get out after having been gone for a little while. Um, I feel like I have so much more I could even say because just in the three months since I last published one of these, I feel like I've learned so much, um, but I still have a freaking crap ton to learn as we all do. It's an ongoing process. It is not something that is just going to immediately 
go away. You're not going to immediately heal yourself and solve all your problems as you just go through one book on codependency or listen to one podcast. There is constantly stuff to learn and I'm constantly learning new things. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your feedback on it. Podcasts, obviously can't leave comments, but it does help tremendously for me if you leave a rating and a review of the podcast because that helps. That's the way that, um, Apple and like the podcast platforms determine whether they put podcasts out or push them or whatever else. It helps it just basically get to more people in general. And I would love for everybody to hear this because I, it like breaks my heart to think of the people that don't realize that they could be living a better life. Um, it breaks my heart that I'm just now learning all this at this point in my life. I so wish I had learned this stuff before I had kids because it would have, man. Yeah. I'm thankful for where I am now, basically. So anyways, um, leave a rating and review if you don't mind. And I would love it. If you're watching this on YouTube, you obviously can leave a comment below and I would love to read those and interact with you guys there. So thank you for your patience as I have been a little bit absent for a while. I've got three more episodes to go in this series. And then I've got a bunch of other stuff I want to talk about. And I think I've been, it's been really hard because I'm like, I want to record episodes on budgeting and all this other stuff that we're doing, but I want to get through this first. So stay tuned. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here and being so supportive of me. I just, it means more than you know. So thank y'all and I will see you next time. Bye.